Hello and welcome to the Miss Sessions Journey podcast and to the journey of cello playing in particular. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit today and talk about what you can expect if you want to join an orchestra. Even smaller towns may have their own local amateur symphony orchestra or string orchestra. And if you don't have that where you live, there are lots of different orchestra courses happening one or more times a year in a lot of different places in this so-called Western world. And besides that, I'll just mention that when I was younger, I really enjoyed playing along to recordings of orchestral music. It's hard to know when to start playing when you can't see a conductor, of course, but apart from that, it went pretty well. Playing in an orchestra is simply amazing. A good number of people getting together in one room to exchange sound waves with each other. No need to talk, just get lost in the harmonies, the rhythms, the different voices you hear all around you, the bass carrying it all. Melodies being brought back into life from the sheet music that might have been written 400 years ago. It's a huge collaboration. It's like a sonic exhibition. It's only happening in that moment and will never happen just like that ever again. There are no screens, no internet, no ads, no pop-up windows and not much language to deal with except from terms in the sheet music and depending on how talkative the conductor is. When you have been practicing the cello for some time and you're curious about how you'd fit in in your local orchestra, I'd recommend you get in touch with one of the cellists there, ask to see the cello parts for the current project, ideally take a photocopy of them so that you can sit at home and see how challenging they are for you, and take them to your teacher, ask for a guided tour. Maybe you can join the orchestra for the easiest pieces and skip the harder ones. What you will need to know before joining is how to tune your cello, how to read sheet music, possibly in the tenor and treble clefs as well as the bass clef, and you'll need to get acquainted with some of the most common words that describe moods in the music and techniques in the cello. Many of these words are common in cello playing in general, and you'll recognize words such as pizzicato and arco, as well as repetition signs and dynamic symbols. But it might be in the orchestra that you first come across consordino, the formata sign, or words such as divisi, solo, and tutti, to name only a few. And although the words will often be Italian, they are sometimes in German or French. Aside from the terms and symbols in the sheet music, there are some good habits to have as well, according to me. Arrive at the venue ahead of time. So that your cello can acclimatize and you have time to get seated by the time the rehearsal starts. It's respectful to not play more than the necessary warm-up before the start of the rehearsal. It can be really tiring for the brain to hear 20 different tunes being played simultaneously. But most people can't help themselves and they play anyway. Always have a pencil on your stand so that you can write in an instruction from the conductor or a different bowing from the cello section leader. The musicians sitting around you will also appreciate you having a pencil since they can borrow yours when they have uh, forgotten to bring theirs. When tuning your cello, play as quietly as possible so that everyone can hear themselves. In the orchestra, everyone tunes at the same time. You know, that familiar sound at the start of a concert you're attending where there's an A being played by the oboe in a symphony orchestra or a violin in a string orchestra? 
And then you hear the clash of fifths and fourths and woodwind arpeggios. I loved the orchestra so much in my teens that I recorded this particular sound of everyone tuning together and I had it as my mobile phone ringtone for a while. One trick here as cellists, if you tilt your head to the left so that the tuning peg of the C string is on your ear, on your ear, you hear your own cello very well and you can tune quietly. I'd recommend you use earplugs if you can afford the type that is made specifically for musicians. Wind instruments and violins can be hard work on the ear. I'll also say here that when we are playing in an orchestra, or together with others in general, the most important thing is the rhythm. We can get obsessed with playing the right tones and in tune. But imagine if everyone in the orchestra had to wait for everyone else to adjust their intonation before moving on to the next beat in the bar. That wouldn't work. So this is something that you can practice already now at home with the piece you're currently playing, however easy it is. Decide to at least once every practice session play from beginning to end without stopping. Keep your metronome going, and if you stop playing for any reason, just get back in as soon as you can. It's a challenging exercise, because we want to correct our mistakes as soon as possible. And when we go back to the beginning to start over, it'll make us feel that we don't accept mistakes. However, when playing together with others, the mistake is to not continue. We have to accept and move on in a split second. This is something that you can keep in mind now, even though you're not yet ready to join an orchestra. Another thing you can do that will prepare you for orchestra playing is to play your current piece from memory. Why am I saying that? Surely it's not the norm to play from memory in the orchestra. No, it's not. But when playing with others, you want to know the music so well that you can focus on things in addition to the actual notes. If you learn the piece you're currently playing from memory, you can play the piece while listening to the sounds you're making. Feel your body and your breathing. Be extra aware of what your bow arm is doing. Be extra aware of how your left hand is feeling. Listen to the direction in the music and so on. And in the orchestra, you need to focus on how you're playing in regard to the rest of the cello section. You listen for the voices in the orchestra that you are accompanying. You're watching the conductor for changes in tempos, moods and dynamics and so on. You can keep these things in mind the next time you play a duo with your teacher. I hope you found some of this helpful. <laughs> my name is Ragnhild Wesenberg. Please see the show notes for a link to my website if you're curious about my online course. For 20% off, use the code HelloCello in one word at checkout. To find a structure around my projects, I'm a member of The Box, which is a small online community of people who work mainly on their own and enjoy the company of each other for a touch of accountability. If you're interested in this, go to theboxworkshop.com and get 30% off your first month with the code CELLO. Take care.